The Go Explore Granberry podcast is a production of Eats Streets Media, butts in seats and heads in bed marketing for the hospitality industry. Voted three consecutive years as the best small town in America, Granbury, Texas is one of the top tourism destinations in the entire North Central Texas area. The Go Explore Granbury podcast takes you inside the area's best restaurants, entertainment venues, and lodging to give you the inside story of where to eat and drink, what to see, and where to stay during your visit. So if you're ready, Let's go explore Granberry. Well, all right. Welcome to the Go Explore Granberry podcast, your source of information for what to see and do, what to eat and drink, and where to stay during your visit to Granberry, Texas. I'm your host, Mickey Sharon. This portion of the Go Explore Granberry podcast is brought to you by Captain Kirk's Tiki Cruises. Thanks so much for being with us uh, on this episode today. We've got a great show for you coming up. Uh, We actually here in just a few minutes, we're going to be hearing from uh, several of the uh, folks that are involved in the upcoming production of Matilda the Musical, which opens uh, tomorrow night. We're recording this on uh, Thursday, April the 6th. Matilda opens at the Granbury Opera House on Friday, April the 7th and runs through Sunday, April the 30th. And so uh, we are really, really lucky to have several of the people involved uh, with that production, and we'll be visiting with them in just a few minutes. But first, uh, as we always do, let's have a a very quick rundown of all the reoccurring events that happen uh, weekly here in Granbury, Texas. These are things that are happening on the same day of every week, and if you, if you find yourself in Granbury or, or you're staying the week or are making a long weekend of it, or certainly if you're a full-time resident of Granbury, Texas, uh, these are things that are going on uh, that, you can, that you can enjoy every single week. So here's some of the reoccurring events going on in Granbury every week. Uh, starting on Tuesdays, uh, we have Texas Hold'em at Brew L Works from 7 to 10 p.m. Now let me make a note here. If you're a Texas Hold'em player, you can pretty much play Texas Hold'em poker every week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, right here in Granbury, Texas. Uh, not not all at the same place, but Tuesdays, 7 to 10, uh, Texas Hold'em at Brew L Works. Then on Wednesday, we've got Texas Hold'em at Brew Drinkery, uh, just a, a block off the square from 7 to 10.30 p.m., also on Wednesday, back over at Brew L Works, we have uh, their trivia night from 6 to 8 p.m. Then on Thursday, again, Texas Hold'em, this time at Silver Saddle Saloon from 7 to 11 p.m. Then we also have live music at Warren's Backyard, uh, trivia night at Brew Drinkery from 7 to 9, and then steak night with Chef Rose Pebbles at the Oz Coffee Bar from 5.30 to 8. And again, those are weekly events that that you can enjoy every single week. Then here's what we've got coming up this weekend 
for you here in Granbury on a Friday night. Uh, the new Granbury Live has the Garth Brooks tribute uh, show with Adam Grant. That's at 7.30 p.m. Then um, over at Silver Saddle, Silver Saddle Saloon uh, on Friday night, we have live music with Hayden Hilliard, and that uh, starts at 8 o'clock and runs up to 11. Then at uh, Farina's Winery and Cafe, uh, they also have their uh, first Friday uh, music night, and they've got live music with Kelly Blues from 6 to 10 p.m. Then uh, on Saturday, we have live music Back at Silver Saddle Saloon, they've got T-Bone Stearns Trio uh, from 8 to 11 p.m. Then uh, over at Brew Drinkery, they've got the Joel Stevens Quartet from 7.30 to 10.30. Then uh, over at uh, the New Granbury Live, Saturday afternoon, this is a 3 o'clock start time, uh, New Granbury Live, they have Michael Hicks on stage. And then uh, finally on Sunday, we have the uh, Jack and Diane Sunday Fun Day, and that is at Silver Saddle Saloon from 4 to 7 p.m. Let me also uh, mention that um, every Friday and Saturday, uh, our friend Brandy Herr has her Ghost and Legends tour, and that is at a that is uh, two times every evening, every Friday and Saturday at 7 and 9.15, so you don't want to miss that. And uh, so that's what's coming up this weekend here in Granbury. And then, of course, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the of the episode, we've got uh, the Granbury Theater Company production of Matilda, which is opening at the Granbury Opera House tomorrow night, April 7th, and uh, the showtime is at 7.30. And their normal schedule for every show, uh, uh, Broadway uh, production that they have, is a Friday night show at 7.30, Saturday night show at 7.30, and then they have a Saturday and a Sunday matinee at 2 p.m. Now, this particular Sunday, being Easter Sunday, they do not have a 2 o'clock matinee performance on Sunday. That has been moved to next Thursday, April the 13th, um, and uh, so you can get tickets if you want to see the show. There's lots of tickets left, as I understand it, for that Thursday, April 13th performance. But the show opens tomorrow night. Um, it's uh, Matilda the Musical, and if you don't remember that show, it was a, it was a big movie in the mid-'90s. It came out and uh, was very popular. It had Danny DeVito and, and uh, uh, the little girl that was in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It was a really, really popular uh, movie back in the mid-'90s, mid- and late-'90s. Then they uh, made, a, um, they made a, a Broadway musical out of it and was uh, very, very popular on Broadway and has had a couple of uh, national tours. And then just recently, uh, back around uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, Netflix released a the a a production or or a uh, a movie musical version of the musical, and so uh, Granberry is is really excited to have uh, Matilda the musical on stage. And when we come back, we're going to be visiting with uh, several of the people involved with that. We'll be talking with Jay Lewis, uh, who is the director of the show. We'll be talking with Ben Ranji, who is the assistant director, and with uh, Gavin Clark, who is a member of the cast of Matilda. So we'll be right back, and we'll visit with those gentlemen about Matilda the Musical. Have you been looking for a great way to spend an afternoon or evening with family or friends? Well, look no further than Captain Kirk's Tiki Cruises. 
They offer one-and-a-half-hour cruises along the beautiful shoreline of Lake Granbury, Texas. They offer a 10 a.m. family cruise, a 2 p.m. party cruise, or a 7 p.m. sunset party cruise. You can get more information or book tickets by calling 1-833-TIKI-CREW. That's 1-833-T-I-K-I-C-R-U. All right, we are back on the Go Explore Granberry podcast. I am your host, Mickey Sharon, and uh, I am excited uh, to be joined today by uh, three fellows from the, uh, the uh, production team and cast of the upcoming production of Matilda that is opening at the Granberry Opera House this Friday night, uh, April 7th, and uh, runs through Sunday, April 30th. And we are really excited to have Jay Lewis, the director of the show, and Ben Ranji, assistant director, hey, and ben. Gavin Clark, a cast member from the show. So, gentlemen, go. thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So how how's everybody feeling? Uh, we're, we're recording this on Thursday, uh, April 6th, and so the show opens tomorrow. Tonight right. is your final dress mm-hmm. rehearsal. How's everybody feeling? I'm feeling how pumped. I'm feeling pumped. I'm ready Good. to go. Yeah, I'm ready for it to All open. Right. It's yep. in great condition. So. Yeah, yeah. I uh, have uh, set through a, a few uh, bits and pieces of rehearsals in, uh, this week during tech, mm-hmm. and it looks like everything's going really really good so so Jay uh, let's start off with you why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the uh, the show Matilda itself okay. kind of give us a, a nice Reader's Digest version of what it's about I can do that Matilda comes from a children's novel written by Roald Dahl and it's one of a kid's favorite books Roald Dahl wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, BFG, all sorts of uh, great novels. And um, they've taken it several years ago. It was made into just a regular movie. Um, Then this past year, uh, we saw it as a musical uh, on Netflix. And it's been out for about five years for production companies to actually do the show. And of course, it's about a little girl who um, is unique. And I think that's the best way to describe her without giving away anything is she is extremely unique and how she deals with uh, situations in her family and then at school with uh, how she tries to fit in with her students. And then there's a very interesting um, balance between a good teacher and a bad teacher and how that plays out. Right, right. And so, and, and Matilda being kind of the, uh, you know, the focal point of the show, Matilda kind of yes. has a not, not the best home life. Not uh, at all. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I, would, I would call CPS. But yeah. That's, yeah, somewhat of a, a uh-huh. let's say, a dysfunctional uh, family and home life <laughs> right. and maybe bordering on abusive parents. And Absolutely. Which, which uh, unfortunately, you know, again, April being Child Abuse Awareness Month, right. uh, you know, in Texas. And so I think it, it bears at least mentioning that mm-hmm. aspect of the show. But I think the bigger aspect that you brought up is there's also this um, – there's – this undercurrent of a uh, contrast between a a really great teacher, teacher. that forms a uh, really strong relationship exactly with Matilda as one of her students, and then the the principal or the headmistress of, mm-hmm. of the school who is anything but a right. <laughs> but a good educator right. right. 
So uh, talk to us a little bit about, I know you're, you yourself, you're a former educator. So yes. talk to us about the, uh, the, the teacher role in this show is Miss Honey. So, uh, talk right. to us a little bit about that character. That character is the one you fall in love with. Um, she is, I, I would think, the epitome of what everyone would ever want in a teacher. Kind, uh, encouraging, um, a place you feel comfortable, um, no matter, you know, that, that's one of the things she does with Matilda. She knows she's unique. She doesn't fit in, but she helps her adjust and helps her fit in. And, and that's what every good teacher should do. Look at each student individually and uh, cater the way that they treat that student according to their basic needs. Right. And I thought it was interesting on uh, at the first rehearsal. I was, I was there at yeah. the first rehearsal, uh, first cast read through. And I thought it was really interesting that as part of your uh, request to the cast right. members as they were introducing themselves. Right. Tell us a little bit about what you did there. Well, generally the first time you've got the whole cast together and, and man, that was what, two, almost three months ago. Um, but we had the entire cast. I think we were missing one person, but we went around, introduced ourselves, said what our character name was. And then I asked them to relate and share with the company who their, uh, what teacher in their life had the greatest impact on them. And it was so interesting to see. You had all sorts. You had math teachers. You had a dance teacher. You had, of course, theater arts teachers, all sorts. And I, I kind of counted as it went around. And, and having a fine arts background and as a fine arts educator also, I was thrilled to say that over half of the company, and that was 40, probably 40 people in that room, over half of them were fine arts teachers, whether it was wow. choir, band, uh, music, art, dance, whatever. And uh, I was really excited about that. Fantastic. Uh, so, Ben, let's, let's throw it over to you a little bit. This is, uh, you're the assistant director for the show, working with, with mm -hmm. uh, a, probably one of the more experienced uh, and, uh, you know, well-loved directors Older. in the entire DFW area. So I can't think of a better person to, to uh, assistant direct your first show under than, than Jay. But tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what it's been like uh, assistant directing your first show. Um, so this is now my second time to do this, technically. I assistant directed Legally Blonde Jr. in the fall. Uh, under Kitten LeBeau, our wonderful music director for this show. Um, and I think it's really interesting going from that show to this one. First of all, because this show is a much wider scale, a much bigger show. Um, and just seeing how it is learning under different directors. Um, and I think Jay and I have our, our strengths that work really well together. Because um, Jay is fantastic with blocking, and I'm really strong with kind of detailing work, um, adding things in here and there. And uh, it's a lot of fun just getting to work with all these different people. We've got a fairly large cast of 30 plus, I believe. Yep. No. Um, and yeah, I've, I'm hoping to do more like this after this one's over. Can I just say, as, when, I, when, I, when we put a team together, a production team, I always, I go for the best, to be quite honest. I love it and because I need that. I know they, having the best, and I know the people I bring in, 
are the ones that will help me because I'm not strong in that area. And fortunately, in this case, Ben is extremely proficient in looking at the details and figuring them out with the actors, the character and things. My focus has always been on how the blocking, you know, does it look good? How does the blocking look? How, how does the set fit in? You know, I see, you know, something that needs to be painted, things of that sort. And so having different eyes and working together as we're going through that has uh, really been a, a fun thing to compare and, and, right. and uh, share that then with the cast and what they need to improve on and, and right. change. And, and Ben, you've, uh, you've been a, uh, uh, a student here and a, uh, involved in the Granbury Theater Academy for uh, a number of years? Uh, five years now. Wow, yeah. wow, five years. Mm -hmm. Five years this and summer. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, uh, it's gotta be kinda neat for you to, to come through the academy ranks and now you've uh, assistant directed on, on an academy show, now you're assistant directing on a main stage show. So that's gotta feel pretty cool. It does, it's very, very, I feel very honored to be able to do this, you know, coming from being this academy student five years ago, it just came out of nowhere, to now being on the part of production teams, you know. Right. So tell us what your, um, Jay told us a little bit about what the show was about. Tell us what your favorite part of the show is and maybe, maybe why. Okay, I have to say, I think my favorite part of the show either is Telly or Loud, which are both actually the songs of the parents of Matilda. <laughs> um, Loud is this very high energy, very fun, very dancey number. And I have to say, um, our cast members absolutely crush that. Our choreographers did a fantastic job. Uh, the music sounds fantastic and it's just so fun. It's so high energy and it just, it's such a crowd pleaser, you know, it gets right. you pumped. And then you've got Telly, which is kind of a big comedy number, right? Um, which is done by Gavin Clark here, one of our cast members, our Michael, and Bill Lewis, who is just absolutely hilarious, has a wonderful voice too. Um, just, it is such a fun time, and I think the audience are going to love those numbers. Great. Well, we'll be sure and look for those. So, so Gavin, that's a good segue over to you. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, what? Uh, tell everybody again, in case they miss out, what role you're playing uh, in the show. And let's talk a little bit about, about your character. Um, I play Michael in the show, and that is Matilda's older brother, who is uh, not the brightest bulb in the box. He's, uh, he's been addicted to the television his entire life, so he's kind of been so focused on that, he kind of tunes out everyday life. And um, I think... Matilda can get a bit frustrated with him because she's also her entire family in general because she sees things that they don't and I think that's a big part of her entire character is you know her family is not exactly focused on what she's focused on and uh, Michael's big thing is just Telly which is the act two opener with uh, me and Bill. Right. Uh, and so you've, uh, you've actually uh, performed in this show uh, before. Yes. Um, I did the show three years ago. I played Bruce. Um, which feels wild to say because it was pre-quarantine. Uh, and then my entire life changed. I got puberty hit. Uh, <laughs> voice is now a baritone, so woo! No longer the tenor uh, that Bruce needs, right? Yeah. Um, and by the way, Clark Nuttall, who does play Bruce in our production, stellar voice. Unbelievable. Oh, my, oh my mm. Lord. He is fantastic. 
And um, I think it is kind of a bit of a thing for me to always like look for good Bruce's as I've played the role before. And it's kind of a fun thing to watch someone who's like almost better than you come in. You're like, oh, he's better than me. Okay, I'm self-conscious now. <laughs> um, but he's, he's a delight. He's also just a hilarious kid in general. Um, but I'd say the energy changes a lot when you're not playing the same part back to back. Like I'm, I played a little kid and now I'm playing big kid and Michael. And I think it's just... It's baffling to see the talent of the little kids when you're not so focused on just doing your job as a little kid. But these kids are so young and they are doing it so fantastically. Every choreo is hit, uh, every piece of music, every little harmony they have, so intricate, but they hit it amazingly. These kids are insane. They're absolutely fantastic. Audiences are going to love them. Yeah, I, that's the rehearsals I've been uh, fortunate enough to sit in on. That's really one of the things I've been struck by is just the vocal ability of... Mm -hmm. of uh, Obviously not, uh, it shouldn't be maybe so surprising the older kids, uh, but the, the younger kids, mm -hmm. I've been really surprised at the vocal abilities of, of these little kids. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's, their harmonies are just uh, right. a knockout. So, uh, Jay, talk a little bit about some of the, some of the kids you have in your, let's, let's start off talking about Matilda really quick. Right. I know that, that role is double cast. Right. Tell us a little bit about the we young ladies playing that. Two, two actresses playing Matilda, and they will do two performances a piece each weekend. And uh, the first one, Hannah Ward, Hannah's a student in Glenrose, and uh, just an absolutely stunning voice. Uh, that's the when I think Hannah. That's the first thing I think of. And um, she has. I, she may have been in Matilda and Casa as one of the as one of the kids. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, so she's had some experience with this show beforehand. But she absolutely nails. I when she gets to her solo song, Quiet. I, I, I tear up and I get these goosebumps all over. She's, she's absolutely incredible. And then we've got Blair Stanfield who you look at her and that's Matilda. Mm -hmm. Um, she's a wonderful singer herself and also a great actress, but you physically look at, at Blair and you think that's the way I read it in the book was that Matilda. That's who I uh -huh. And she, once again, you can't go wrong by seeing either one of those girls. They they each have their own style and the way that they do it, but they're equally, you know, matched and just just as good. You're not gonna, yeah. You'll if you can see both of them, you'll be doubly. Uh, it'll be doubly enjoyable. But well, I think but, everybody uh, does need to see it twice. They need to come see it twice to see both Matildas. See both Matildas. Well, uh, so Ben, tell now. I know the the main. Um, the main antagonist in in the show mm -hmm. is uh, is uh, Trunchbull. Right. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that character and, and who's playing that in the show. Okay, so Trunchbull is the mean principal of the school, and um, our actor who plays her, Jonah Hart, absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. He hits mm -hmm. all of his comedy moments perfectly. He hits all of his terrifying cold moments. And his voice is just absolutely killer. He's got this huge villain song in the second act called Smell of Rebellion. Mm -hmm. That is just one of the greatest moments in the entire show. And he absolutely kills it. And he's just like, he's got this great physicality uh, about him. He's playing, I mean, he's playing a woman, a big scary woman. And he doesn't have to modify his voice too much, but he makes it completely convincing. Right. That he is this big, scary lady. Right. And it's just, he's phenomenal. And I'm sure that his 
just his height and I mean that character mm-hmm. needs to be very ominous and foreboding and I I can't wait to see yeah. uh, see Jonah in that in that role and that is something I will say is watching him backstage in full costume yesterday just walk by horrifying so scary <laughs> he's walking through the crossover backstage at this like uh, hallway and he's walking right at me I've never felt more intimidated it was so scary so so he pulls it he pulls it off is what oh you're fantastically yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, so then if uh, Trunchbull is, is the main uh, antagonist, and our protagonist, as we talked about a while ago, is, is Miss Honey. So, uh, Gavin, give, give me your, you know, your impressions of, of uh, the, uh, the actress that is playing Miss Honey and, mm-hmm. and what that, uh, and I'd be interested to hear from you, what, what uh, in your mind, uh, you can tag this on to the end of your answer, uh, since Miss Honey is a teacher, what really, in your mind, makes a great teacher? Um, well, we have Audrey Randall playing Miss Honey, and she has one of the best voices I've ever heard in musical theater. She has this gorgeous tone that, like, pierces, like, the audience's ears at, like, this great level, and it just, like, makes you feel warm. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's the perfect tone to have Soothing. for Miss Honey. Mm-hmm. It feels relaxing. You feel, like, safe when she's singing. It's the perfect energy to have for someone playing Miss Honey. And I think the character of Miss Honey is one that is so welcoming on stage, which is why I think it's complimenting to have Audrey playing her. Um, because the second you see Miss Honey on stage, you know that she's the good person because there's no like doubt about it. She's like walking on stage, this like pretty music trill is playing. Right. And it just, I think you really feel like you could like tell her anything. And um, I think something that makes a good teacher is making people comfortable. I think um, it's often a problem whenever, especially like if you're like working in a show too, like if you have someone in a rehearsal space where you don't feel comfortable and you don't feel like you can make the proper choices that are needed for the moment, it stifles creativity a lot of the time. Right. And I think it's the same thing in the classroom. Um, I think if you're too scared on focusing on little imperfections, no one's going to want to speak up and they're not going to want to say anything. Um, and as Matilda would say, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Zinger for you guys. Good. Way to work that in. Um, <laughs> but um, like Jay does a great job about that. Ben does a great job about that. They make it feel to where you feel good making your own choices and you feel like you can just play your character. And, you know, if I want to add like a little thing here, I'm just going to you know, ask them like, hey, is it OK if I do this here? And they're always very welcoming and they always, you know, support the decision you make. So it's right. very comforting. Right, right. And what do you, what do you guys think? And I'll throw this out there to, to any of you that want to answer this. But uh, the the show Matilda speaks to a lot of people in just different in different ways. Mm. It means uh, it means different things to different people. Uh, just the overall message of the show. But what what do you think individually? Uh, what what is the message of of Matilda? It's okay to be unique. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be different. I embrace it. Absolutely. Build on it. And and Matilda is coming from. I mean, her 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 uniqueness as far as her family is concerned is right. she's coming from a family that doesn't does. I mean, she loves to read. She loves to read, she, and very, her family does not embrace reading at all. Right. They no. they ridicule her ridicule for her for reading. reading, and you know they they call her. I mean, there's even a identity type thing going too because dad continually calls her a boy and but i'm a girl i'm a girl she keeps saying that because he wanted a boy exactly exactly and uh so it's it basically telling you to stand up for what you know is right right and just be yourself and be yourself Yeah. yeah i would agree i think it's about 
being unique, embracing yourself mm -hmm. and standing up for yourself. Cause a huge Absolutely. theme in this show is Matilda is constantly bullied throughout the whole thing mm -hmm. by be it her teachers or by her parents. Yep. And uh, a huge part of the show is her kind of coming into herself and being able to stand up for herself. And right. others that are right, right, ridiculed and too. She she kind of becomes a, a leader among yeah. the the younger students mm -hmm. at uh, at Cruncham Hall mm -hmm. and and kind of kind of rallies them and lets mm -hmm. them know right. that it's okay to stand up for themselves. And, and I would say that is a big theme in the show is strength in like situ situations of vulnerability, uh, and I think that happens a lot to Matilda where like she's forced to become the bigger person and to like have this like show of strength even though she's scared herself. Um, but she knows that in the end, what's right is that people stand up for themselves and take charge of their story, um, which is what basically the entire song of Naughty is about. Is there, she's like reading all these stories. She's like, well, I wonder why they didn't just stand up and say something. Why didn't they just change what they're doing? And I think that's a big thing with Matilda is uh, there's also a storyline written throughout the show of the acrobat played by um, Sophie Valadez and the escapologist played by Garrett Hollowell, who are fantastic performers. And um, she has this whole storyline. I think it's kind of an escape for her from like either the Trunchbull or her family. And I think um, another big part of the show is the escape into Matilda's mind, which does happen a lot in the show. Yes. Um, like there's a number called Quiet, um, where she's kind of just like tunes everything out and just like she's sitting with herself. And I think that's a big thing in the show is finding yourself and being true to yourself, being true to your own strengths and standing up for what's right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's uh, it's it's a great show. I mean, I've been so impressed with what uh, you know bits and pieces I've seen. I mean, I, all of the uh, all of the artistic elements of the show mm -hmm. are just you know you've got uh, uh, you know uh, uh, J D Phelps and Stevie uh, Brooks uh, choreography doing, doing the choreography. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got Caitlin LeBeau uh, doing the music directing mm -hmm. right. on the show, uh, and then you've got. You know the amazing Reagan Deming is our scenic artist. Oh my She's gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes. Blown away by the yeah. by the beauty of. And then there's of Colton. The set. Colton Lively. Mm -hmm. Colton Lively's and doing his the costumes and hair and, and you know the wigs and makeup and you know, Whitney Sharon designing the lights mm -hmm. and yep. I mean it's it's really uh, it's it's a beautiful show mm -hmm. and and uh, but it's also Jay it's it's also just kind of wrap things up just to let people know while it's because uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of kids in the show, right? But it's not a kids' show. True. It's it is it is a show for really it's a show for all audiences, but it is definitely a show uh, targeted for adults. Right. Exactly. I, and and I think we we also need to say it does involve some um, supernatural type magic mm -hmm. uh, elements to it that that are all a part of. Uh, Matilda's uh, persona and her personality, and and uh, but that's what makes for a good happy ending too. Right, exactly. Show. Right. Well, that's Without what's giving important. anything away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we're not going to give yeah. anything away here, but it does. Uh, it's a, it's a wonderful message for all ages. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, to me, it is a show that meets you where you're at, mm -hmm. uh, age wise, uh, you, you know, and in maturity level. It's it's a show that can speak 
to anyone and everyone, regardless mm-hmm. of who you are and what age you are. So, right. uh, so guys, thanks so much for sure. for mm-hmm. coming out today and uh, and being with us on the on the podcast. And again, want to remind everybody, Matilda uh, will be at the Granbury Opera House. It opens uh, this Friday, April the seventh, uh, at seven thirty. And also, we'll make this this quick note: uh, there is not a Sunday this this Sunday being Easter Sunday. Right. Uh, there is not a Sunday afternoon performance like we normally have. That performance has been moved to next Thursday, uh, I believe April the 13th, I believe it the is. The best seats are available and, for and that seats night. Are, yeah. are lots of seats available since we <laughs> since we moved the show. It's a Thursday night, so, uh, so there is a performance then. But this show runs... Uh, you know, Friday, Saturdays, and most Sundays through April the 30th. You don't want to mm-hmm. miss it. Uh, and uh, you can go to uh, GranburyTheaterCompany.org uh, to buy tickets online, or you can call the Opera House box office. I'll put all of that information. Uh, I'll link all of that in the description of uh, of this episode. So, guys, break a leg. Thank uh, you. Thank good you. luck on on uh, uh, opening uh, or your dress rehearsal tonight. And so, break a leg uh, there, and for sure, break a leg opening night tomorrow night. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank and you, uh, with that, we will uh, take a quick break, and we'll be right back on the Go Explore Granberry podcast. This portion of the Go Explore Granberry podcast is brought to you by the Peerless Realty Group. You know, when you look up the word peerless in the dictionary, it means unrivaled and unmatched. And that is exactly what you get when you call the real estate professionals at Peerless Realty Group in Granberry. Their service is unmatched and unrivaled. If you are in the market to buy or sell a home or a piece of property, you need to call the real estate professionals at Peerless Realty Group. They're located at 419 West Pearl Street in Granbury, and their phone number is 817-910-2553. Again, that's 817-910-2553. Call Peerless Realty Group and be sure and tell them that you heard about it on the Go Explore Granbury podcast. All right, we are back on the Go Explore Granberry podcast. I am your host, Mickey Sharon, and that's about all the time we have on today's episode. But I wanted to again thank our guests, Jay Lewis, Ben Ranji, and Gavin Clark from Granberry Theater Company's production of Matilda the Musical, which again opens this Friday night, April the 7th, and it runs through Sunday April the 30th. Be sure and get your tickets really, really quick. Again, you can go to www.granburytheatercompany.org to purchase your tickets online, or you can call the Opera House box office at area code 817-579-0952, and I'll link all that information uh, in the description of this episode. So I hope everyone has a great Easter Sunday and uh, be sure to listen in next week as we again go explore Granberry. Have a great week, everybody. You've been listening to the Go Explore Granberry podcast, your source for the stories behind the best food, drink, entertainment, and lodging in Granberry, Texas. 
You can find our podcast on all of the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Or you can go to our website at www.goexplorgranberry.com.